Joe, I will be taking over hosting duties tonight as Todd is away, and also we um, will not be doing Underwater this week. We apologize, we'll be doing Underwater next week, but this um, week we will be reviewing 2019's Villains. As always, I am joined by my co-host, she's pretty, she loves Halloween, Sam. And I'm kind of funny. And from our neighbor to the north, he's Canadian, Steve. That's what I get. I, he's Canadian. She, she gets, she's pretty. She's funny. And Steve, he's Canadian. <laughs> he's quite pretty, too. Yeah, that's right. How's it going, guys? He's kind. He's hardworking. He's yeah. great oh. to his wifey. And you know what else he is? What? Super cold. It is so <laughs> cold up in here. 
And then I'm going online and I'm seeing pictures of you guys who like live only seven hours away, like outside, practically in shorts. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, what right. that was like that day that we were outside enjoying coffee. Like it was still kind of chilly, but not as bad as it had been. But yeah, it's been really cold this week. This week's been freezing. Yeah, it's yeah. back to normal. Yeah, there's like 20 blankets on the bed. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, we got yeah, sp- we, we, we got spoiled for that one weekend, and yeah, that's that's it. Back to the yeah, freezing. We're, we're, yeah, to... we're getting like some crazy weather up here. It's like it's not so fair these days. I think it's supposed to snow Sunday. Joe was telling me Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. I mean, yep, we'll be getting some snow. You guys getting a lot of snow up there? Yeah, yeah, we're getting, we're, it's starting to be quite a bit, but for this time of year, it's actually not bad compared to previous years. Right. Like, by this time last year, I was over my head, but now it's, like, just at maybe my knees, so it's, it's actually pretty good for January. Uh, it's, although one part of my country got, like, over their cars, like, it's crazy, they got the, like, this giant snow dump, and I have a friend over there. And she's like, she's showing me like pictures and videos of like a time lapse video from her camera outside, and the snow went from the ground and covered all the way above her car. Uh, it's it's crazy, yeah, it's nuts. But that's yeah, that's just winter problems. Not <laughs> <laughs> nothing really horror related. Well, it sounds yeah. like you have a monster living in Canada, so you do have that. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, I told you, it's just a moose in heat. It's really like, <laughs> I, I don't know all these things about biologists trying to figure out this like weird sound, and it's, yeah. I don't you know. have to I, tell the listeners what you're talking about, because they don't know. I know, I was just going to. There's, there's a, a video that surfaced on YouTube, and uh, Blade Discussing reported about it, um, so you can find it through there, but... Uh, yeah, basically, like, these hunters in Canada recorded these, like, crazy sounds up there. But Steve thinks it's just, like, a moose. That's what yeah. I was thinking, Steve, because Joe played it, and he was freaking out. I was like, you mean the wind that's howling? I was like, that sounds like a baby It sounded crying. like someone screaming. He's like, you don't hear that? I was like, I mean, I think it's like a wolf or some kind of animal. I mean, it's nothing that needs to go viral, I don't think, but... I'm I'm calling it now. It, it was posted on Bloody Disgusting. I didn't see it anywhere else. I think it's just Kevin Smith up there promoting Moose Jaw. It's... Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that's how it's going to start. It's going to be a total viral campaign of him like doing that. Moose so sounds in the woods. Yeah. It's just weird that, of all places, Bloody Disgusting would post that. But... Right, yeah. It was kind of random. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Hey, you guys um, anything else? Yeah, I just want to have a little rant. Just oh, a little okay. rant. Oh, I love and, rants. <laughs> and maybe also like a little bit of a PSA. So we're going to talk about uh, Villains today, uh, which is a movie that I could only find on YouTube for some reason, but like the pay YouTube where you have to actually pay money to rent it. And, and that's fine. The, the paying is not what bothers me. But when I first looked at it, I looked at it on my phone with my regular like YouTube account. And it was like $7 to rent it and $20 to buy it. Fine, no problem. I go to uh, watch it on my laptop like an hour later. And I look at the price. It's $5 to rent it and like $12 to buy it. Same account, same service. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I go back on my phone. And sure enough, it's a different price on my phone than it is on my laptop. Really? And now I'm starting to wonder, am I paying for shit? Like, 
that I'm not supposed to? Am I supposed to start comparing between my devices? Like, it's so weird. That's, that is so weird. Have you guys ever experienced that? No, but I've never really checked. That's, no, that's what I'm saying. That. I had just noticed something on mine where, um, like, you know how, I think Joe had talked about it when Disney Plus first came out. He said, check your Verizon account because it's included in that. Didn't you say something like yeah. that? Well, I was on my Sprint account uh, looking at something, and then it was like, claim your Hulu membership now. And I'm like, what? So I'm like Googling, like, does Hulu come with it, or is that something I'm paying for? And then I have to call Sprint and be like, knock that shit off and take it out of there. Um, But it said now it just comes free with your Sprint plan. And so now I have to call Hulu to cancel my main account. I don't know. It's just stupid. It's like. If I want to sign up for it, I will. That's my yeah. rant. Yeah. So it's just for anyone like listening, look at that. If ever you buy something, compare just That's for a so little weird. while uh, between like your devices. It's it's very strange. And now I'm I'm gonna start doing a little research on yeah, this. Yeah, like you should kind of research yeah. and try try it again. But like you, like I never usually look into devices. Usually I pick one and I just rent it from there. I've never thought of like. It'd be a different price yeah. on something else. It's just so weird. Well, no, I mean, you wouldn't think to think of that because what's the point of it, you know? Right. And even if I rent it on my laptop, I could still watch it on my phone. It's not like it's only for the phone. It's, it's I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. That was more of a horror PSA if anyone rents. Like, I, I've been watching a lot of, like, stuff lately, and it's, uh, I do love kind of watching stuff on VOD, but this is kind of <laughs> concerning me a little bit. Yeah, that's uh, definitely something to be concerned about. <laughs> all right, but that's all I had. What about you guys? Um, I did want to say a quick little RIP to Rock and Shock Horror Convention. Uh, Steve attended last year for the first time and apparently the, the last time as well. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we had a great time this year. It was great for the podcast. We were able to, uh, you know... We were able to be there with the network, and uh, we were able to do a panel and everything. So uh, it was it was awesome. But sadly, um, they announced uh, last week that um, they are closing the doors on Rocket Shock after uh, 14 years in business. Um, they cited basically just you know con um, culture in general, how basically um, celebrities are you know, charging too much now, um, for, you know, with guarantees and everything, and it's kind of pricing them out. Um, and they didn't want to have to, you know, raise prices on the fans and whatnot. And, you know, it wasn't never a business venture for them. It was always just supposed to be something for fans by fans. And, um, so yeah, sadly, that's, that's kind of, I think how a lot of, how it's going to go now with conventions, the small guys are kind of going to get eaten up. And, um, you know, only the, the big guys will survive um, out there. But, uh, yeah, it's sad to see them go. I've been going since, um, you know, the very first year. Um, so they'll definitely be missed. Um, with that, though, um, we could see a rebirth um, with um, a new convention. Um, it was announced shortly after Rock Chalk closed its doors. Um, the uh, director of Rock and Chalk, he... Um, is putting a team together and he has announced that he is planning on putting together um, a convention this year. So it won't be rock and chalk, but it could be something similar. So um, we'll keep you updated and let you know um, about that. I literally thought you were going to talk when you said RIP. 
I thought you were going to talk about the unfortunate passing of Mr. Peanut today. Oh, yeah, uh, I heard about that. <laughs> at, at 104 years old, Mr. Peanut apparently died today. I was like, <laughs> I saw that. Apparently, yeah, it's, like, it's, a, gonna, it's a big uh, marketing it's a, scheme. Yeah, it's a Super Bowl thing, yeah. I think. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I thought that's where you're going with it, and I forgot the rock and shot clothes. But, yeah. um, um, excuse me. Speaking of Super Bowl, though, let's give it up for the Kansas City Chiefs. Woo-woo. I guess. Go, Kansas City. That's my home, <laughs> my home area. Do Canadians care about, like, uh, American Bowl? football and Super Bowl and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's huge here, too, okay. despite not having any teams. So, yeah. Do you, like, root? Do, like, you guys, like, root for teams up there? Like Yeah, yeah, I have a yes, team. they like sports. I know they do, but I just don't know how it works. Like, I don't root for Canadian football teams. Well, yeah, but it can... Okay. Yeah, but, yeah uh, so actually my team, believe it or not, is the 49ers. So oh, all I'm right. pretty excited about it. Wow. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, because uh, like when I first got into sports in the early '90s, the Niners were like were killers. So yeah, I guess I just gravitated towards that team yeah. when I started watching sports, and that's why I'm. And I'm not like one of those bandwagon people. I'll, I'll like ride or die, so regardless of how they do. So uh, yeah, I'm hoping they win. Nice. And, but they're probably yeah, not sure. going to. So <laughs> no, don't, cry, right. don't cry too hard about it. <laughs> No, they're gonna. So sorry, you sound. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what you think, but they're not. <laughs> we'll have we'll to see. Maybe, maybe you guys should do I mean, a little, know. do a little podcast bet or something. I know. I was thinking yeah. that too. Yeah, we'll think of something and uh, get back to everyone. Yeah. So <laughs> go ahead and give them your address now, so they can send the sympathy cards to you. Right. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I, I think I think what I'm going to do is uh, maybe we'll have a little bet where the winner gets to choose the worst movie ever that the other one has to watch and review on the next pod. There you go. I like it. I like it. All right. So we're on. Sounds good. All right. Done. There you go. Um, there we go. <laughs> A nice little horror bet for the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Uh, one last thing before we get yep. into social media. Um, I just wanted to mention, we haven't really been advertising it much lately, but Wicked Weekend is still happening. Um, February 21st through the 23rd. It is in Mystic, Connecticut now. Um, you can get all details at thewickedvault.com. Um, I will be there for sure. Uh, I'll still be um, emceeing the event. Um, I don't know if any of my fellow horror squad people will be there. I know Steve won't be there and Todd, Sam, maybe. <laughs> okay. Um, so we'll see. Um, a, a couple of uh, show friends have been um, uh, announced as guests. Uh, Lyndon Porco, who played, of course, Leprechaun right, in the new Leprechaun movie, and um, Paul Taylor, who played the new Pinhead in um, the new Hellraiser movie. All right, PT. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing them. And, uh, yeah, a bunch of other guests have been announced. I'd say the biggest name probably being Tyler Maine, who, of course, played Rob Zombie, uh, who played uh, Michael Myers in Rob Zombie's Halloween. But, uh, yeah, you can get all details uh, of that and hope to see some of you guys there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's get into some emails. Let's so do it. You, can, you can send emails at thehorrorsquadpodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Pod. Uh, the very first one comes from Mandy. She says, Hey, squad, when you're looking to watch a movie, how do you pick which movie to watch? Do you have a written list? Do you do some research online or just go with your gut feeling? 
Um, I'll usually just kind of like scroll down. I, I, well, the first thing I look for is like newer horror movies. So I'll look for anything from like 2020 now or 2019. And I just kind of go through, um, you know, I kind of go down the list and I mean, you know, they say never judge a book by its cover, but usually if the, you know, the movie cover looks interesting, I'll click on that first and kind of read the plot synopsis. And then I'll usually head over to, uh, IMDb and see kind of what the um, consensus is. I mean, that doesn't completely sway me all the time, but if all of the reviews are just terrible, I'll usually skip that one and try something different. But, um, yeah, that's kind of what I do most of the time. But, I mean, other times, obviously, I'll jump, you know, for older movies too, like ones that have been suggested by you guys on the show and stuff like that, or just by friends. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I do. What about you, Sam? Um, a little bit of what Joe does. Like today, well, I would try to look towards my co-host for them to recommend a movie that I could watch so I could have something for what watched. Did anyone answer me? <laughs> Hell no. Did, did, did you just specifically ask Todd to do that? No. <laughs> oh, what, I was, was asking that all of you guys. <laughs> well, okay. Um, so I won't be doing that again. No. <laughs> um... But usually I'll Google, like, what kind of horror movie I want to see. Like, I was trying to find, like, a, well, this is kind of vague, but, like, a female lead and stuff like that. Like, something kind of quirky and whatnot. And so I'll just Google that, and then I'll see a movie, and I kind of judge it by its poster. Then I'll look up what it's about. And then a lot of times they'll also list movies that are like that. And so I kind of just go down a little hole. So, yeah. Nothing too serious for me. Yeah, and for me, it's like a mix of everything. Uh, you know, I try to review, I try to have three what watches every week. And my general rule is one from, I have like a list of all the movies that have been mentioned on the show or someone recommended that I hadn't seen. So I try to pick one from that. Then I try to pick one from a movie I know nothing about. Either I just look through a service and it just, catches my eye or I, I've been watching screeners a lot lately because I'm trying to find like a hidden gem um, for the show. And then one movie that I actually want to watch, just something that, you know, either it's a classic or something that I've been meaning to watch in a long time or I haven't seen that I know I should and that kind of stuff. But it really depends. Like sometimes I go in thinking I'm going to watch something and to- watch something completely different just because my mood changes or whatever. But it's always fun to try to find something and, hopefully like it mm-hmm. uh her second question says if you were a ghost where would you go to haunt people and why Ooh. <laughs> um geez do you remember that game for sega genesis i think it was called haunting where like you would go and you'd go to people's houses and you'd have to try to scare them out of the house and you'd like yeah, yeah. Them, actually yeah, yeah I do. you do yeah like, yeah, it was yeah so much fun like that's the first thing I thought of when I got there. I just got <laughs> this question I think I would probably go to a hotel because it, you're always going to be running into new people like mm-hmm. constantly. And plus, they got the bar downstairs. You can get room service when you have a ghost from the other yeah. ghost. So it's just always, like, something new. Like, it never gets old. You're never going to be, like, stuck in a house with just the same family or so on. So I choose a hotel. I'm going to go um, a movie theater. 
Yeah, that was my second yeah, thought. Because you can always catch the newest movies, and you know, <laughs> if you're bored, you can go and scare people during the movies or something. My other thought was a, a sports complex, but I feel like that would get boring a lot of time because there's not always something going on yeah, there or something. So yeah, season. I'll go movie theater. Yeah, I, I'd totally haunt Disney. I just oh, that'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah, scare people, especially like the haunted mansion or something. Yeah. Just yeah. be like an extra ghost yeah, that they don't expect. Or you can really be in the seat with them. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people have that idea because they have like a, a problem where people keep dumping ashes yeah, at the haunted mansion. Yeah, I've heard about like, that. Yeah, yeah. There's actually like a warning not to do that. So, uh, yeah, but I'm so, but I, I totally do the same thing. So I, I get it. Um, yeah. So that's her other question. And then she has two fuck Mary kills, one with women, one with men. Just to oh. be fair to to both of us. Very nice. <laughs> uh, so her first one is fuck Mary kill in their prime. Vampira, Elvira, and Leanna Vamp. Mm. Leanna Vamp's the new one, right? She's like a cosplayer. Yeah, she's a cosplayer. That I would kill of... her. <laughs> what were the other two? <laughs> yeah, she, she's like, I don't care what the other two else? are. I'm killing her. Uh, Vampira and Elvira. I would marry Elvira and then sleep with uh, Vampira. I'm going to go the exact same, I think. Yeah, I was teetering between marrying Elvira or Vampira, but you know what, actually? I'm going to switch it. I'll, I'll marry Vampira. I feel like she's better wife and material, so I'll go with that. What? Well, I'm not, like, I'll marry Elvira just to be, like, my best friend for life. Okay. We both Kansas girls. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, and I'm good with Jill on this one. Uh, I've always been around, so I don't know if I want to marry her. And, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I trust that she's. Uh, yeah, that she'd be faithful. You guys could be going around on the block. She was, she dated Elvis when she was like 16. Yeah, you said that. You yeah, it's super interesting. Though. Yeah. Um, as for the other one, the other fuck Mary kill in their yeah. prime, Vincent Price. Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. Ooh. Tear it, Sam. I'd marry Vincent. Um who was it? Peter? Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee. Marry Christopher Lee, I guess. Wait, I thought you were marrying Vincent Price. Or wait, sleep <laughs> with Christopher and then kill Peter. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I I think I'd be the exact same. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Vincent Price would be a no doubt. He's he's like one of my absolute favorites of all time. Yeah. Uh, the other two are kind of interchangeable, but uh, I think I've seen more things with Christopher Lee in him than yeah. Peter Cushing, and that's why I'd keep him around for for well, a little. Fun, <laughs> cool fact: uh, Vincent's daughter messaged me like oh. a few years ago, and she sent me one of his shirts. Very cool. Yeah. How is that not, like, front and center? Well, I mean, it was at the time, like, during that time on Instagram, but... <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Like, that'd be hanging, like, the first thing you see when I, I come out. Uh, What's yeah. the shirt? Have I seen it? Um, it's the red one. It's a black, but oh, then it's, yeah. like, the red print Yeah, you're him. right. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. And the last thing that Mandy wrote to me, uh, she's... <laughs> She she said she was a little uh, embarrassed by my answer last week. She just wants to clarify that uh, non-binary is a person who has no gender. 
and cis is a person who's comfortable with the gender they were born with. They were born. Okay, oh, that's okay. what I was saying. I was like, well, I thought I was cis, but maybe I got it confused with the different terms. Yeah, I got a very disappointing, <laughs> disappointed uh, message uh-huh. after that episode from, from her, from, from Mandy. Okay, so, from Mandy. my yeah, uh-huh. one of my friends. She's uh, yeah, she's gay, so. She's like pretty serious about that. Uh, All stuff. about she, informing and she, education. She, yeah, and you never yeah. know until someone tells you. So yeah, and she's doing says a laugh. She, she thought it was hilarious, so that was so <laughs> wrong. But uh, yeah, so thank you, Mandy, for the question. Yes, thank we you. go over on Instagram. We have one from TJ. Uh, let me just make it a little bigger here. Okay, since the movie is titled Villains, who are some of your favorite films and film? And doesn't have to be a horror film. For me, I love Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards, one of my all-time favorite villains in a movie. Christopher Waltz played him so well. I would also say Nurse Ratchet uh, uh, in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. She was straight up evil. Yeah, those are both excellent choices for sure. Um, yeah, he he deserved though. He got I think a best supporting actor for that. For what movie is that one? Uh, Inglorious Bastards. I haven't seen that one oh. or the other one that you mentioned. You've never seen one before. No, I, rem- May- oh, I need to watch goodness. that. Yeah, I remember you had oh. asked me that. I was like, no. yeah, oh, so good. And you're asking oh. us for like movie recommendations. There you go. There's two right yeah. there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I actually think that Hans Lund, uh, Christopher Waltz's in Inglorious Bastards. The first scene of that, I think I said it before, I think is the best acting scene in film history. I agree. So, it's definitely up there. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Um, ooh, all right, so I'm going to go, I'm going to say Ursula from The Little Mermaid. That's a good one. She's just really awesome looking and just, like, really evil, so she, like, really, she popped in my mind uh, quickly when I, know, I heard I this like, question. I like, what did you think of that? <laughs> I don't know, I just, like, she, I've always, I think she's my favorite Disney villain, yeah. too, as well, so that just kind of popped in my head. Um... I don't know. I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head right now, so I'll let you guys... Yeah, um... I'm trying to think. Um... I'm sure Steve's yeah. got some. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, like, I'm a huge yeah, Marvel fan. It. So just being a huge Marvel fan, seeing Thanos on in, on screen was, like, really exciting for me because I've been reading comics since I'm a kid. Uh, as far as another one that really gives me goosebumps every time I see him on screen is Darth Vader. Mm. Uh, when, when he appeared in uh, Rogue One, I had like legit goosebumps. It was just uh, such a badass scene and such a badass character. Uh, as, but as far as horror goes, because I do, you have to bring it back a little bit. It's really tough. Like I, I like a lot of them. Obviously. I like the, all the classics: Michael, Freddy, uh, Jason. But late, the two that you really gravitate towards are the Nun and Reagan from The Exorcist. But they've only really appeared... Well, they've both appeared in two movies. Only one of them I liked for both of them. So, I don't know. It's just weird. I just have an obsession with those two characters. Yeah. How come no one said uh, Regina George from Mean Girls? There you go. <laughs> she's, she's <laughs> well, you just did. So, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and one more question we have from Rise Horror Corner. It says, if you were stuck as the protagonist in any horror movie... Which would you choose? Boring answer here, but I have to go with Laurie Strode. That's what I was going to say. Uh, I would not. Why would you want to be the protagonist in that? Cause, like, it's terrifying. I mean, they're all terrifying. Well, I was trying to think. There's Maybe there's something that's not so terrifying. Like what? What can we come up with? Hmm. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to think. 
I guess, like, if you pick something well, like a all... horror comedy or something, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I'd like to be Ash in, like, Army of Darkness. Uh, people really looked up to him. And yeah. It seemed like he was, like, the boss over there, so. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That's probably my pick. Definitely. Um, oh, man. I guess. Oh, I can't really what about what's-her-face? Uh, I just can't think of her name because I'm thinking off the top of my head, but is it Sarah from The Craft? Is it Sarah? Yeah. Is that the character's yeah, name? Yeah, she's the yeah. good one. That would the be a witch. fun one. Okay, and, hmm. oh, I'll go, well, it's kind of terrifying, actually. Scared. I was going to say Clarice from Silence of the Lambs, but she does have cum thrown on her. Oh, my <laughs> God. I don't, did, I don't know if I talked you about did. that on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I did. I think I just No, you did. That's why. I did? Yeah, I think you did. That's... On the podcast? Yeah. I, I don't think oh, so. Oh, maybe you did. Yeah, I, I thought it was in the chat. So. Yeah, I was in the chat. <laughs> well, for those of you guys listening, uh, that movie was on while we were recording an episode and I had seen the beginning and I didn't realize that the prisoner, whatever the, I don't know, whatever he was doing. I didn't realize he threw his nasty semen on her precious, milky, beautiful porcelain (laughs) face. It's disgusting. And I was like, how did I miss this? Never knew. Oh, he didn't miss. <laughs> so, the got it right. Yeah, right. The, the more you see. Right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I guess Clarice, uh, you know, she's cool to be an investigator and stuff, but. Yeah. yeah. She's so I don't know if you have this in the news, but I I think they're doing like a show about Clarice. I heard Just, about that. I don't know if I do have it or not, but hmm. if I do, I'll definitely. Yeah, I think that that's pretty interesting. I don't know who they'll get as Clarice, but. Uh, Probably someone uh, unknown, but uh, yeah, I'm not, I, I look forward to that. I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it, I think it all depends on the network too, or whatever you know company decides to broadcast it. That's a big, big factor for me, anyway. But uh, all right, should we get into some what watches then? Oh, that's uh, it for yeah. emails, right? Or social yeah, media? That's it. Yep, all right. Oh, and also shout out to Kayla, of course, one of our our loyal listener. Um, she's still uh, trudging away at our best of the decade lists. I saw that she watched um, Creep most recently. So <laughs> yeah. She thought, there was something else she watched too. It's a train to Busan. Train to Busan. Yeah. Yeah. And she she loved it. She loved cool. it. Awesome. And it seemed like I think she was kind of on the fence about Creep. I don't know. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I think she'll have to let us know for sure. But she seemed to be kind of uh, 50-50 on it, I think, so. Oh, and she also watched The Invitation, I think. I don't know if we mentioned yeah. that last week, but yeah. So we appreciate uh, you uh, trusting our judgment yeah, and some of these movies. She also has a winning box on her way from yes, Canada. So. Absolutely. Oh, did you already send yours out? Yep. All right. Awesome. I got to get on mine. <laughs> All right, Joe. <laughs> well, we got to get those Blu-rays back so we can uh, mail them out to her. So those will be coming as well. But all right, should we? Let's get into some... What watches? Um, Steve, why don't you start us off? All right. I got four this week. I was a little productive on oh, what watches. Busy man. Yeah. Uh, so the first one is actually one that Joe sent me. Uh, it's an indie, indie film made for $10,000, I believe, uh, I heard. And it's called Teacher Shortage. Um, so it's a movie about uh, a girl who gets bullied and then she kills herself. 
and that somehow spawns a killer to go after people at a school. Uh, surprisingly, like sometimes these indie films are a little rough to watch, but there was some really entertaining banter between the characters, and the acting was actually pretty good. Um, that's something I've been watching a lot of indie films lately, and one of the things that usually gets me is the acting. But in this film, I was kind of impressed. They 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 were very believable uh, characters. There was also a good amount of kills, which I like. Uh, when I'm watching an indie horror film, I think that's one way to kind of go above the budget is just to put a lot of horror elements into it. Even though they might not look the best, uh, it's still cool that they put so many kills in it. Uh, one, the two little things that I thought were that could use some work. Uh, when the, each time there was a kill, there'd be like a red filter on the screen. I think that was to hide maybe some of the effects uh, because it's such a low-budget film, but it's cool like once or twice, but by the third or fourth kill, it was like, okay, I don't want the red filter every time. It's almost like hiding the kill, which kind of sucked. And I thought there was too much pointless dialogue. Uh, One thing I look for in a film is that I want every scene and every piece of dialogue to mean something and to act to progress the story, not just dialogue for dialogue's sake. But overall, um, it is an entertaining film, so I give them kudos for for making it. And yes, it's called Teacher Shortage. Yeah, and that was uh, sent to us by um, I believe he's the, the director, um, or he was attached to the project somehow. But his uh, name is Derek Huey. So uh, shout out to him for sending it over to us. Um, all right, I'll go next. Um, the first one I watched, um, I had mentioned this during our two thousand best of 2019, but I didn't really get too uh, in-depth on it, and I felt like it kind of deserved its own kind of due. Um, so uh, this one is The Nightingale. Uh, the Nightingale is from 2019. Um, basically, the plot synopsis is, I don't, this is one I definitely don't want to go too deep into because um, you really don't want to know too much about this one going in, I think. Um, but basically the plot is, you know, it's basically a revenge tale of this girl, um, you know, living in uh, Civil War times who basically this massive tragedy happens. And um, I'll kind of leave it at that. And then it's kind of like the rest of the movie is her um, along with um, a slave that um, she kind of hired, I guess, but was kind of forced almost at the same time. Uh, her and uh, the two of them kind of go on this journey together um, as part of uh, her revenge. And um, it is a fantastic movie. Um, the lead actress, I do not remember her name right now, but she was absolutely amazing in this. Um, she carries the movie ama- like so good. And uh, the the guy who plays, um, you know, the slave that uh, goes along with her also is really good in this. Um, I will say... Um, it definitely is disturbing. The first, you know, 20, 30 minutes there, um, pretty shocking. Um, some people I don't think, I think may be triggered. Um, so I will warn you about that. Um, I, like I said, I really don't want to tell you what happens because I think it's really, um, impactful to kind of see it, um, yourself and kind of not know what happens, but, um, I mean, beautifully acted, um, the movie looks great, and uh, it's a really, really good story. It's from the director who did The Babadook. Um, this honestly has is a very different movie than The Babadook, so even if you didn't like The Babadook, um, I definitely think this one is worth checking out. Um, you know, it's not exactly horror, but there's definitely a lot of genre tones in there. 
Um, and if you're into, um, you know, revenge type tales, um, this one I think you'll definitely enjoy. Sam? I want to watch it. Is, does it you have should. to do anything with pets for that scene? No, no pets. So is it yeah. an R scene? A what? An R? Uh, yes, there is. There is. Yeah, I will say that. I mean, that's not completely, but there is rape involved and also uh, rape and murder, basically. Um, and it's, yeah, it's pretty disturbing. Um, but I mean, you, you know, you, you've seen stuff that's yeah. worse, but, um, you know, just warning some listeners who may be triggered by stuff like that. Well, triggered now just thinking about it. Um, did I watch anything, Joe? Um, you could talk about Servant. It finally finished. So we finally finished Servant. It's a show that we've been kind of updating you on every now and then again. Um, it's on Apple TV. And uh, we've mentioned before how it's about this husband and wife. She ends up losing her baby, and then she does a sort of therapy where her therapist gives her, um, like, a pretty realistic doll. Realistic doll, yeah, thank you. Um, and so she's mourning the loss of this baby, but then she looks at this doll baby as if it's their kid, and she kind of forget, forgot that the baby died. Um, they end up hiring a nanny who's like a young girl um kind of weird kind of bizarre and you're wondering the whole time like what's her deal anyways we finished it and starting the season well, did you mention that the baby ends up being real the baby like, ends up being real like they it's like swapped out somehow yeah but we don't know how like once the yeah. nanny comes into the picture the baby's real and the husband's like holy shit this isn't the therapy doll that my wife is used to Obviously, it's still alive in the wife's eyes, so she doesn't know a difference or whatever. Um, but when I started this show, it was kind of slow and not boring, but it was just too slow for me. But as each episode that I watched, I really started to enjoy it. And when it finished, I was like, oh, I hope there's a season two. Like, I cannot wait. Like, it's such a good show. So if you're able to watch it, definitely check it out. I love I loved it so much. It's so good. Yeah, it's definitely good. It, it was really good. A good mystery um, thriller type. M. Night Shyamalan is, um, he's involved. I think he's directed at least one episode, and I, I think he, he produces the show. So if you're into, you know, Shyamalan type stuff, um, it doesn't go off the rails like most of his movies do um, lately. Um, this one's really dialed back, mm-hmm. and um, it's, they really know how to build the tension. It's definitely interesting, and I'm really excited to see where season two goes because we kind of, well, I won't go too deep yeah, into it. Don't. Yeah, stop. <laughs> just stop. Just stop. Just <laughs> yeah. stop. Um, my next one is, I think Todd had recommended it. It was Tammy and the T-Rex. Uh, yeah. So this movie just came on to Shudder uh, like last week or something. And it's a fun movie. It really is. Uh, it's got some really great kills. It's a bit boring at first, but once a T-Rex comes alive, it's badass. So the story is basically a guy uh, is killed and his brain is put into a T-Rex like some like robot and the robot goes killing people like as revenge for getting killed. Uh, this is what I expected out of Velocipaster. Like I hate keep mentioning that movie, but 
it's, it's got like this had a T-Rex that was like fun and it looked good. And even though it was just like one animatronic that they kept using over and over, they really made good use of it. And that's what I was kind of expecting before. So I'm glad I got kind of that fix in this movie. And uh, I really enjoyed it. it. It was a fun movie to watch. I need to check that out because when I heard Todd just say the title, I was like, ooh, I feel like that's one I would like automatically. So I'm excited that you liked it. Yeah, and a young Paul Walker and Denise Richards. So and you, you watched the gore so cut? Uh, I think Shudder is the gore cut. So okay, yeah, it, sure, yeah. It, was, it was gory, so yeah. Yeah, cool. Because I know there was like a non-gore cut that, you know, the gore cut just came out recently, apparently. So if without the gore, like would, is it, like, what do you think it's uh, it would? It would definitely lose a point yeah. uh, without the gore because it is like the the kills are really cool, uh, but it's still an enjoyable enough movie that I'd still recommend it. Cool. All right. Yeah, that's one I definitely will have to. We'll both have to watch that one together soon. All right. Next one I watched, and I'm sure I'll get a look over here from Sam because I know right, she's been wanting to watch it. What? Well, yeah, but then I asked you the other night. You're like, eh. So I watched Zombieland Double Tap. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> um, but um, it was okay. Uh, if you liked the original, if you liked the original Zombieland, you'll like this one. Um, it's just like really like after all these years, like after watching it, I was like, oh, you know, it was, it was fun. It was cute, but like. Do they really need to make a sequel to it? Doesn't it doesn't matter like, if they need to. Did you enjoy it while you were watching it? I did. Yeah, I did. Um, I mean, it's not your money you have to worry about them wasting to make. So. No, I, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, it was it was okay. It was a good time waster, It was, but it was like nothing new. Um, but I, I did enjoy it. You know, I'd give it like a seven if a I were seven? to rate it. Yeah, it was pretty enjoyable. The one character I hated was like there was this one like dumb blonde ditzy girl. She was just like so... Was she cliche hot, and generic. Um, I mean, she was okay. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, she was kind of hot. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was it was it was a fine movie. Uh, you know, it's it's a good time waster. That's the best I can describe it. But it's the first one is definitely better. I enjoyed the first one better. Would I? Be <laughs> I don't think you'd be bored. I, I think if you liked the first zombie, it's enter. You know, it's entertaining, okay. and there's you know a lot. There's good comedy and. You know, and I'm I'm even kind of over zombies right now, but I, you know I was entertained by it. So. All right. Have you ever played the video game Dead Rising? I have, yeah, but it's been a while. That's the one. Is that the one in the mall? Uh, the first one's in the mall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Dead Rising, there there have been four of them now. Is a zombie game where like it's a it's it's played like a straight up zombie game where it's just a ton of zombies and the guys trying to survive. But you could put on some really crazy costumes, and you have some really like ridiculous vehicles and some really ridiculous weapons, and it's got like these big set pieces. And what's fun about it is because you're wearing ridiculous costumes. When they do a cutscene, it you still have the costume that you're wearing, so it's like a serious cutscene, but you're in a stupid costume. It's really <laughs> funny. I find Zombieland Two worked as the perfect Dead Rising movie, but not like the best Zombieland movie. Um, it's, I don't know, it, it just, it felt more like a Dead Rising adaptation than a Zombieland movie. Like, you have a serious scene, but you have someone dressed in an Elvis suit. Yeah, you know, it's just completely out of place, but it's, I don't know, it's weird that way. And I love the first Zombieland, but I agree. 
it wasn't it wasn't needed. It's it's almost like what it was. It's just right. I don't know. It, it was missing something. It was missing that spark the first one had. Yeah, agreed. And I don't know, like there was something about Abigail Breslin in this one too that just kind of weirded me out. Yeah, she, 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 phoned, she phoned it in. Yeah, <laughs> totally. She was awful in this. Really? Like, yeah, she she was easily the worst of the four characters, and like she, yeah, she. Well, do you think like, it's just because she's grown so much that that kind of threw you off? Maybe she might just not be a good actor. Like, well, you know, actor. actually, it's funny. My my next one watch, she's brilliant in it. So okay, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah we'll so maybe she was just phoning it in in this one. But you'll have to watch it. But. Yeah, I mean, everyone else I thought did good, you know, like Emma Stone and Jesse Eisenberg and Woody were all solid in it. But yeah, just her character, I did not like in it. And just, yeah, her acting seemed really wooden. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it, good laundry movie, Sam. So there you go. Ooh, a laundry movie? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't like watch it again. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess I'd watch it again with you, but. Would you add it to an October movie list? No. Damn! <laughs> All right, but it's an it's a, it's okay. It's 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 fun for what it was. Okay. Um. Well, since Steve was talking about that, it was a game you were talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, so we have an app on the Fire Stick, and it plays like different channels and stuff like that. Um. There was a preview of the game called Dead by Night. Is that the name of it? Right? Dead by Dead, Dead by, by Daylight. Daylight. I think. Yeah, um, there was a preview of it, and I was like, I want to watch that. And Joe's like, you want to watch someone streaming the game? I was like, yes. So I literally, he went to go run errands somewhere, and I was just watching this kid play this game, and it's where you can pick to be different serial killers, like Michael and Freddie and Jason. Um, so, yeah, I was like, we need this game. Do you, do, have you played that game, Steve? Yeah, yeah, it's part of, like, Xbox Game Pass. And Do you love it's... it? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, is it because it, there's not that really much to do except for... It's, no, I just... It's not, like, the most fun game to play. It's a really cool, like, concept fun. with all the horror characters and stuff, but it's just not the type of game I like to play. Yeah. Uh, there are better horror games out there, in my opinion, okay. but it's cool that they got all those, all those licenses. Like, they have a ton yeah, of Yeah, that's what really I was asking Joe. I was like... And he yeah, said I was that, shocked. So I was like, yeah. wow. I was surprised. I was watching some of it with her, too. I had never played it, but it was cool to see, like, Freddy and Michael, yeah. and, like, they actually had, like, the, you know, Michael running around in Haddonfield. Yeah, and, we loved that one. That yeah. one, we even said, we're like, ooh, this is kind of creepy, because yeah. you could see him kind of in the bushes spying on you. Yeah, it looked fun. It reminded me of the Friday the 13th game, though, like, a, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot like that. Yeah. Which, again, that's yeah, a really cool in concept, boring. but it was yeah. kind of boring to play. Yeah, yeah. totally. I get it. <laughs> so I pretty much watched that like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> they even had Laurie Strode, which was kind of... Yeah. Yeah. So that was yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> um, so my next one, speaking of Abigail Breslin, I watched a movie I think is also another one that Todd recommended. Maybe you too, Joe. Uh, the Final Girl. Oh yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, story about a girl. Wait, who's... Breslin's in that? Yeah, she's she's the final girl. Wait, you might be thinking of a different movie. Really? Oh, I think this oh. might be a different final girl. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, ours is called. Well, I think I our... think it's final girl. It's final girls. Oh, okay. <laughs> it Damn it, has, okay. Uh, what's her name? It has uh, what's her Taisa Farmiga. Oh damn! Okay. And the other lady. With the the blue lady. eyes. She's always in those Ben Affleck movies. Uh, she has like a French name or like a Scottish name. Uh, hold on, I'm looking it up right now. Um, oh, uh, Malin Ackerman. Malin Ackerman. Or... Yeah, yeah, Malin. 
Yeah, so you watch a different one, but that, you know, let's hear about this one. Yeah, <laughs> I might like this one. Uh, yeah, so, uh, actually, it's a fact that they're the same year. Can you believe that? That's crazy, yeah. They're, they're, both, they're both 2015 films. Well, at so least that one's called the final, just the final Girl? This one's called Final Girl. Final Girl, okay, and the other one, yeah. this one's called Final Girls. Let me look this yeah. one up. Okay, I'll have to watch that. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Abigail Breslin plays a girl who's uh, recruited as a kid because she's like really smart to be trained as like some kind of assassin by Wes Bentley, uh, known for like American, um, oh my god, Ameri- oh, American, Be- American Beauty one. and like um, Hunter Hunger Games and stuff like that. We've seen that one, or I have. Sorry, I Steve. Haven't. Maybe you have. Uh, Final Girl. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah, so she's trained from kid to, like, become, like, this kind of assassin. And she, uh, for her first mission, there's a group of, like, kind of frat boys, uh, like, really rich frat boys who make a game where they, they like, pick up a blonde girl, bring her to the woods, and then, like, chase her. Um, just, it's like a game to them to see who can kill her first and who can find her and all that kind of stuff. So Wes Bentley sends Abigail Breslin to be that girl so she can kill them. So it's kind of like a revenge film. Uh, the kills were a little weak. That's one thing that I will say about the movie. But Abigail Breslin was really, really good in this role. Um, it's, uh, I just don't really understand why she was being trained. Like, I don't think she was being trained to do this. Uh, so that was a little muddled, but it had a good pace. Uh, I enjoyed the movie, and she was really good in it, so I would recommend it. Um, so, but yeah. I did. I, I, was, I was watching. I'm like, it's good, but like, you guys were talking like top ten. Like, was yeah, it definitely no, good? like yeah. definitely check out the final girls. It's yeah, so good. It's really yes. funny. Yeah, you're like, so, I thought so, this was campy and like Friday the Thirteenth ish. What the hell? Yeah, exactly. So I'm like watching. I'm like, it's good, but like, I'm not seeing where. Yeah. How this is like decade good? That's too but, funny. <laughs> okay, well, what do you know? So I'll, I'll try to watch Final Girls at some point and talk about that. All right. Uh, the last one I got for tonight is called uh, Don't Let Go. Uh, it's a 2019 release. It was actually a Blumhouse release. Um, this one didn't get uh, much of a, uh, like... Uh, I was going to watch Yeah, it, it didn't get much of a release or anything like that kind of flew under the radar but uh if you've ever seen the movie frequency um with uh dennis quaid have you ever seen that one steve i have yeah okay so if you've ever seen frequency it's very similar to this movie uh, basically what happens in this movie is um there's you know this uh guy he's a cop and uh he has a very close relationship with um his niece um, whose father is kind of a, um, a loser, I guess, for a lack of a better word. Um, but anyway, uh, he gets a call one night from his niece. Um, you know, the call's all staticky and stuff like that, so he decides to go to the house, and um, the whole family has been murdered. The niece and um, the father and the mother. Um, this isn't really a spoiler because it happens within, like, the first five minutes of the movie. Um, and then what we find... Then um, he gets another call from the niece, and what we find out is that the niece is calling him um, kind of from the grave, but it's, like, in the past. Like, she's the murders haven't happened yet, like, on her end, so it's kind of like an alternate reality, like, universe type thing, and now he's, like, talking to her, trying to 
basically get her to prevent her own murder. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I enjoyed this movie. Um, is it anything earth-shattering or anything like that? No, but it's definitely um, an enjoyable watch and one that I would I would recommend. Cool. cool. Sam, you got one more? Um, they're all non-horror, so I'll just save. Talk about one time. of the one non-horror ones. Like, we watched one? a lot. We watched a lot this weekend. Um, we did. Watch Which one a was lot. your favorite? or one you think sticks out? Well, all I can think of is two, but I feel like we watched more than that. Well, we watched. Why don't you talk about the one that's kind of on the fantasy realm? I don't remember. Tim Burton. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I hadn't seen Big Fish before. Steve, have you seen that? Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, that's a Tim Burton movie that I had never seen. And then when, um, what's the movie that just came out? With Tim Burton? No. Oh, Dr. Sleep? Dr. Sleep, thank you. Um, I was like, where has this guy been? Like, I don't know too much about him or anything like that. And so Joe was like, oh, you need to watch Big Fish. And so I watched it, I cried, but I didn't cry as much as Joe did. (laughs) Joe was bawling his face off. It was kind of adorable. But anyway, um, I really liked it. I kind of thought it was going to be more whimsical. So I was kind of let down with that. But other than that, the story was good and I liked it. So yeah. That's a good movie. And then I also made um, Joe watch uh, John Wick, too, because I'm dying to see three. Uh, had you seen it before? I've seen two, yeah. I had never seen two. I liked one a lot better. I found two mm. to be good, but just not as awesome as part one. Two, I felt like, was kind of like a filler story for them mm-hmm. to get to, like, the crazy stuff that's going to happen in three. But Yeah, I yeah. agree, yeah. <laughs> yeah, three's great, though, so. I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited. I love John Wick. Um, I have one more. Just a quick note, though. I saw Bad Boys 3, and it's awesome. Ooh, it is. (laughs) Yeah, I really liked it. That's awesome. Uh, We saw 1917, and it was awesome. I can see why it's getting Best Picture consideration. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one right here. The camera work is amazing in it. That's awesome. It's all shot like one continuous take. Like it, it's really crazy. The whole thing? Yeah. Okay. No, it's not. He's yes, lying. it is. No, it's not. What do you mean? No, it's not, Joe. It, that's what it's made to look like. Well, you're making it sound like it is, so Steve's getting a boner about it. Well, <laughs> like it's made to look like it's all yeah, one right. continuous take. I mean, obviously, they can't film a movie in one no, continuous right. take. All right, they could. <laughs> well, they can, but not in that scale. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, but back uh, to Bad Boys, though. How cute was yeah. Will Smith looking? I mean, Come on, it's Will Smith, right? <laughs> I heard um, that they were talking about Will Smith wanted to do all of his uh, tricks and stuff, and then he stunts. his stunts, and then he did one, and he was like, "Never mind, I'm too old." Because <laughs> everyone was like, "No, that's why we have stuntmen. You don't have to do that anymore." He's like, "No, I'm gonna do it." And he tried. He's like, "Yeah, you're right." Tom Cruise still does it. He's like, "Well, because yeah. he has Scientology <laughs> to zoom up his body." <laughs> right. <so good." laughs> Yeah, no, but yeah, highly recommended uh, if you're a fan of that. But that wasn't my fourth one. My fourth one is actually a horror film. Uh, I watched one of the screeners that Joe sent my way, um, and it's called Black Flowers. It's a post-apocalyptic story of a family uh, trying to survive 
And it takes place two years after the apocalypse happened. Uh, it's, this case is not zombies or anything. It's just like a nuclear war. And, um, yeah, this is what's typical, like, indie film. Horrible, horrible acting. Just oh, no. unwatchable acting. Most of those seniors uh, are. <laughs> yeah, the, the movie, like, jumps from scene to scene in a really, like, unnatural way. Like, it just makes no sense. Uh, but I will say the production value was actually pretty impressive. Uh, like it, the movie looked good. So at least there was that. And there were some enjoyable scenes. So it's not like a total wash. I wouldn't completely not, uh, like crap on it. I think there were some redeemable parts in there, but overall, uh, definitely not something I would ever watch again. So, uh, black flowers is that. Yeah. How skip over that one yeah. oh the title i was like yeah. oh that sounds kind of cool i might have to check that out but yeah, I, I went awesome. in not knowing nothing about it i just like it was the first because he sent us a bunch of movies all of them that was i looked at word horror so i was like going and that was the first one that was horror so i'm like okay yeah let's do this <laughs> yeah, yeah there's like a few like movie produ- production companies now like when i see it like before the movie even starts i'm like oh god like i like i already know it's gonna be bad like just from like the trash they've put out in the past so kind of like uh well not always terrible but wild eye releasing is sort of like that and un- uncorked entertainment i think could be the worst of them um i don't think i've ever seen like a good movie for from them so um but at least Wild Eye has a few fun ones, like uh, Killer Sofa and stuff like that. So, um. yeah, which which is the only like screener that I've actually really liked. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I even bought it after it just because oh, awesome. like yeah. So when, and that's what I'm kind of looking for. That's why I watch screeners and why like I like indie recommendations. I know that I'm going to find something that's going to be a gem uh, sure. here and there. But there's just a lot of crap I have to go through to find that gem. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, but it's exciting when it does happen. So. Yeah, totally. Um, all righty. Well, before we get into some hard news, let's just listen to a quick little ditty from our sponsor, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks, too. And deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Alrighty, so let's do it, folks. Let's get into some horror news, and we'll start with probably the biggest horror news I'll be the judge of, of that. the week. Helen Lyle is returning in this year's Candyman. Nate? <laughs> 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 is that really the biggest horror news? I think so, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, from Virginia Madsen's character from the original yeah. Candyman. I think it's the biggest news of the week. Um, yeah. Um, you know, it, basically, I mean, I, there's not much else to say about it, but I thought it was No, exciting. yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> well, you know what? Screw you guys, then. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool that uh, it seems to be more like a sequel now than uh, a remake, right? So. Yeah. 
and that's that's exciting. Uh, or is it? Is she playing the same character? Uh, yeah. Is she even playing it? Yeah, yeah. That's the okay, That's supposedly. So we shall okay. see. I, I just hope it's not like a Ghostbusters type thing where they have the same actors, but it's like not in the same universe or whatever. You know, like I'm hoping it'll be a good sequel. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. I hope so. Are you guys fans? You guys like Slipknot? Yep. I mean, I don't. I couldn't tell you any of their songs. Yeah. On duality, yeah, it's, they're awesome. Yeah. If I heard it, I'd probably say, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I haven't heard them in a long time, but I've seen them live. They put on a kick-ass show. I will say that. Um, but uh, it has just been announced recently that frontman Corey Taylor has finished his script on his horror movie. Um, and Tom Savini will be directing. Oh, shit. He, yeah. he doesn't direct very often, so that's that's exciting to hear. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, so um, as of now, details are mum on Corey Taylor's uh, horror movie, so it remains to be seen uh, what the Slim Not Frontman has in store for us with his directing debut, but with uh, Savini directing in his uh, studio, also involved for uh, the makeup effects, um, it's definitely exciting. Um, no word on, you know, when it will be released or whatnot, but um, we will definitely keep you guys updated um, with that news as we find out more. He's going to take out the, like, Rob Zombie niche that now that his films haven't been, like, the greatest. Yeah. Maybe, like, take that, take that rock star space and, like, make his own. So, yeah, it's, 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 I, I definitely watch that. I love Savina. I love uh, Slipknot, so... Yeah, I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, folks, Robert England is returning to television, but not as Freddy Krueger. Um, it has just been announced that um, Robert England will be hosting the Travel Channel's brilliantly titled True Terror with Robert England. <laughs> uh, it is going to be a six part series um, that will premiere in March. Um, a little synopsis here. Uh, hidden, away, hidden away in the dark shadows are our nation's history. Our tales so terrifying, they must, they must be true. Now, uh, legendary horror icon Robert England scours news reports of yesteryear to bring viewers twisted tales ripped straight from the headlines. Uh, each episode, England will use his ominous tones and creepy charisma to massively weave together a trilogy of spine-tingling tales guided by newspaper accounts, layered with commentary and whatnot. Um, the first episode premieres March 18th at 10 p.m. on the Travel Channel. I'd watch it. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah I just hope he's not acting and he's just talking because he's a terrible actor, but a great interviewer. So I'm hoping he'll be more himself and not try to play a role. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, actually, this might be the biggest horror news of the week, actually. But I don't know. Now I'm scared to tell you guys after the womp womp I just got about Candyman. But um, Gremlins is getting an animated series titled Secret of the Mogwai, set for 2021 release. Is this a movie? Um, it is going to be an animated series. Oh, uh, did you know where? Like, is it like a show? Um, it anywhere? is going to be on HBO's new streaming service called HBO Max. HBO could be good. That means they can go rated R. Yep. Um, 
So it said, uh, getting to do a horror and a horror comedy aimed slightly at older kids in a, is a very different beast, but still um, been a lot of fun. So yeah, that will come out sometime in 2021. Uh, Brandon Hay, who will be co-executive um, producer on this, um, is going to be a half-hour series that has received a 10-episode order. Set in 1920 Shanghai, the series will tell the story of how 10-year-old Sam Wing met the young Mogwai called Gizmo. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that in 2021. That'll definitely be fun. Um, All right, for those of you who are fans of Netflix's Mindhunter, anyone? No, Todd really liked it. Yeah, it's on my list of things to watch. I hear it's amazing. So. We watched a few episodes. Yeah. yeah. It was really good from what we watched. I don't know why we stopped. But, uh, well, those of you who are fans, prepare to be disappointed as Mindhunter has officially been put on permanent hold due to David uh, show creator David Fincher's schedule. Um, all of the cast have been released from their contracts, so um, that is definitely not a good sign. Uh, David right now is focused on uh, directing his neck, his first Netflix film called Mank, and on producing the second season of Love, Death, and Robots. Um, he may revisit Mindhunter again in the future, but in the meantime, felt it wasn't fair to the actors to hold them uh, from seeking other work while he was exploring new work on his own. Uh, according to sources, according to sources, the cast love working with Fincher and most. Uh, most, if not all, would be willing to come back for another season. Um, but, yeah, so at the uh, very least, it sounds like we'll be waiting a while um, for a Mindhunter return. So, I'm sorry for all of you Mindhunter fans out there. That definitely is a bummer. I mean, can you? that doesn't happen often with shows. Like, can you imagine if they just were, like, in the middle of Walking Dead, they just kind of, like, got up and were like, all right, well... That's it. Yeah, well, it, it happens a lot of shows, really. It's, if you think about it, it's just, it's, the it's they're doing it, like, more politely this time, I guess. Yeah. Where they're like, look, we can't do another season right now, so we're going to let you have work, but maybe we'll come back, right? As opposed to, like, nope, yeah. we're done. Screw you. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. So, yeah, but I, I'm excited to see another, like, Fincher movie. He's one of my favorite directors. He directed my number two and number three favorite films of all time, so I'm really excited uh, to see what he does on Netflix. All right. Well, recently, Finn Wolf, Wolfhard did an interview talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I think a lot of you will be very happy to hear that Finn has said the film is very practical effects heavy. He said uh, there's a lot of practical effects um, and a lot of the effects that you would think would be CGI or not. Um, and that's really all he said. He's very mum on it, but uh, that sounds like uh, a big plus for this new Ghostbusters movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my most anticipated film of this year. So I have high expectations and high hopes. So that's good to hear, though. Absolutely. Uh, all right, let's jump into a trailer here. Um, this The first one we will do is a movie called The Lodge. Um, the Lodge is... Um, from the director who did Goodnight Mummy, which have you either of you guys seen Goodnight Mummy? I don't think so. 
No. Great, great movie. I definitely recommend seeking it out. Uh, it's a foreign film. Um, really well done. So definitely check it out if you can. Um, but The Lodge will be coming out in theaters on February 7th. Stars, um, what's his name? Uh, Jaden Martell from uh, It fame. Of course, he played uh, young Bill. But uh, The Lodge follows a family who retreat to their remote winter cabin over the holidays. When the father is forced to abruptly depart for work, he leaves his children in the care of his new girlfriend, Grace. Isolated and alone, a blizzard traps them inside, inside the lodge as terrifying events summon specters from Grace's dark past. All right, what do you guys think of The Lodge? What do you think I think? <laughs> I've been talking about this movie since September, guys. I, I, I have heard you mention it a couple times on the show. Joe was like, did you watch the trailer I sent? And I was like, let me see. And then he started playing it. And I was like, Joe, I was like, I've been telling you about this movie. I've never watched a trailer, though. We've seen it. I don't remember seeing this trailer. Anyway, I'm excited for it. It looks right up my alley, and I can't wait. And I'm Team Jaden over Finn. Oh, that's fired. <laughs> Thank yep. God. Um, <laughs> holy shit, this trailer was awesome. <laughs> like, um, I not like I knew the movie was coming out and everything, but this trailer just really got me. And it, I went from cool, this is coming out this year to oh my god, like this needs to be out now. Really well made trailer, very spooky. I, I think this could be a contender for like film of the year just based off the trailer of course it could be it could suck but uh i'm really excited about this one this was a really well-made trailer and really got me like excited for this movie i uh i totally agree with you steve this is like right now this is now after watching the trailer my most anticipated movie like of the year um besides uh antebellum but like yeah the trailer was looked amazing like uh Obviously, you got the the cult, it looks like. There's, like, cult vibes in here, and I love cult movies, so that really got me excited. Also, like, I definitely got some Shining vibes in there with them kind of being, like, stuck in, like, a, the lodge during the wintertime and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I'm super excited for it, and, uh, yeah, I really cannot wait. So, high expectations now for this Yay. one. Uh, all right. Um, the next bit of news. Have you guys, did you guys ever watch Amazing Stories? That doesn't sound familiar, but. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think my dad had it on, like, VHS. Yeah, it was, like, a possible? really popular show back in the, yeah. like, 80s, early 90s. Well, Amazing Stories is getting, re getting the reboot treatment. Uh, Steven Spielberg's, uh, series, which, oh, okay, so it premiered in September of 1985. Featured horror, sci-fi, and fantasy tales. Um, directed by some legends. Um, Bob Clark, Joe Dante, Martin Scorsese, Tom Holland, Toby Hooper, and Spielberg himself. Um, well, now the reboot will be coming to Apple TV. Um, the reboot um, will premiere on March 6th. Um, with uh, an episode titled The Riff. Directed by Mark Malode. Um, the cast for the new series includes Carrie Lynn Beach, Dylan O'Brien, Victoria Pedretti, Josh Holloway, Sasha Alexander, and the late Robert Forster. 
Um, once upon a time, creators uh, Edward Kittis and Adam Horowitz will serve as executive producers and showrunners for this new Apple um, series. So if you're a fan, I mean, maybe not completely horror, but um, there were some horror stories on it. So definitely keep an eye out. Maybe more Twilight Zone-esque, but yeah, it's something that I'll definitely be checking out. Um, for those of you with Apple, do you have Apple TV, Steve? No, I don't. But I, I can get my father, my in laws have it, so they'll give it to me if I. Yeah, yeah, definitely it. recommend it. If not, just to watch Servant and um, me and Sam really like the morning show. It's not horror at all, but right. But uh, it was yeah, it was it was solid. Um, all right, for those of you who enjoy podcasts. And I think you might if you're listening to us. <laughs> um, but, um, Sam, I know you know this guy. You know a little guy named Cole Sprouse? <laughs> yep. Okay, well, it has been announced that Cole Sprouse will star in an eight-episode podcast series titled Baraska. Now, you might not be too excited about that, but the writer of A Haunting of Hill House wrote this eight-part series. Um, why are you shaking your head? Because I'm not sucking that D like everyone is for that show. What? You did not like that show? I mean, it was good, but it wasn't the best thing I've seen in my life or all of last year or whenever it came out. That's just my opinion. Okay, Steve, what did you think of it? Oh, I was deep-throating that D. I love that I I mean, it was good. (laughs) Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, me too. And it's even, like, not only was it good, but... Then I watched videos about all the stuff I missed, and there was a ton. Like, there's so many little Easter eggs and little references and yeah. ton of, like, hidden ghosts. It was, like, just fantastic. Well, I guess Love I'm it. just kind of sleeping on it. My apologies. <laughs> I should know better. <laughs> um, wait, so who is Cole Sprouse? He's from, him and his twin brother are known from the very popular Disney Oh, Zach show, and Cody? Okay. Life I knew Zach he looked familiar. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, all right, well, so this will um, this podcast um, will be eight episodes. There'll be 30-minute, um, in 30-minute episodes, uh, the podcast will follow Sam Walker, whose parents move him and his sister to the picturesque mountain town of Drisking, Missouri. It quickly becomes clear that they may, there may be more to the town than what they can see on the surface. When his sister suddenly disappears, Sam becomes obsessed with untangling the local lore the juvenile rhymes and legends taking on an entirely new and dark meaning as more teens continue to disappear. Baraska premieres April 2020. So, you know, after you're done listening to uh, an exciting, thrilling episode of the Horror Squad podcast, maybe you want a little um, fiction, you can go give that a listen. Uh, all right, let's do um, the final trailer, and that will end it for news tonight. This one is called Horse Girl. And no, it's not a bestiality movie. I know and what no, you guys were thinking. <laughs> um, but, okay, Horse Girl um, is described as a darkly humorous psychological thriller about a woman's search for the truth, however abstract it may be. Um it was. It is a Netflix original movie, and will be premiering on February seventh. February seventh, starring Debbie Ryan, John Reynolds, Molly Shannon, Paul Reiser, and Jay Duplass. So, what'd you guys think of Horse Girl? Great trailer. 
terrible fucking name. That's right. That's right. It's it, it looks like a good film, but that name of the trailer, like whoever picked that name for the movie, should be shot. It's like terrible. It really. I would never watch a movie called Horse Girl had I not seen the trailer. So, uh, uh, yeah. But great great trailer. I think it, it could be fun. Yeah, I think so, too. From the trailer, I think this would... I would assume this would be one that I would like, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks, like, really, um, really weird, right? Like, super bizarre? Yeah, yeah. A little bit like the one we're, we're reviewing tonight, like, just off and but i like that it's like off-putting and everything yeah i I don't like yeah i'm definitely gonna watch it yeah i mean i have like no idea what it's really about based on the trailer but i'm definitely interested um and yeah maybe something we'll end up reviewing since the netflix movie um be easily accessible for all of us so yeah we'll keep keep our eyes open for it um, but all right, that is it for horror. And oh, you missed out the biggest news of all. Uh oh, the new season of Sabrina the Teenage Witch comes out at midnight tonight. Well, also tomorrow while you're listening to this, guys. <laughs> today, you, did you even watch season two? Maybe I did. <laughs> You did. I did too. You did? Yeah. When? I don't remember you watching. I've been watching it here and there. Oh, okay. I stopped at the middle of season two, then I finished Are you excited it. for season three? Yeah, I'm excited. I haven't watched any of it. Have you watched any of it, Steve? No, it's not my jam. Just for any of the ghouls listening. Okay. You can be a guy. I'm sure some guys like it, it too. I, I enjoyed the original Sabrina. Yeah, me too. I liked <laughs> the original, but I just had no interest in revisiting that, so. Yeah. All right. So maybe you need to be on top of the news better next time. I'm sorry. I think I actually <laughs> did mention that like weeks ago about like when it was going to premiere. No. I think I, I did. did. I'm going to rewind the tapes. Go I'll be it. listening back. Have fun and, with uh, that. <laughs> uh, all right. You guys ready to talk about villains? Yeah. All right. Villains, folks, was a 2019 release starring. Our good friend. I was waiting for one of you guys to say it. I guess not. Bill Skarsgård. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jeffrey Donovan. <laughs> it stars uh, Bill Skarsgård, uh, Jeffrey and Jeffrey Donovan, and um, I can't remember the other ladies. The two ladies' names in there. I'm trying to look it up on IMDb. Uh, Mako Monroe and Kyra Cedric. There we go. Yeah, that's right, Kira Cedric. Um, yep, stars um, basically the four of them, and really no one else in this. This is kind of like a four-person um, movie. It's actually co-directed, too, um, by um, a couple of guys there. I can't remember their name right now, but uh, all right, who wants a synopsis? Sam or Steve? Not me. All right, Steve, you want to give us a synopsis? <laughs> all right. Uh, after a pair of amateur cr- criminals break into a suburban home, they stumble upon a dark secret that two sadistic homeowners will be anything to keep from getting out. So basically, Ooh. these two criminals... Uh, they go into this house that they break into, and as they're trying to siphon gas to get into a car to escape, they find a locked-up little girl in the basement. And then as they try to like get her out, the people that own the house come back, and there's a huge story about them kind of like capturing each other and trying to best each other and you, until basically the end of the film when one person comes out alive 
Yeah. Good job. Very nice. All right. Well, uh, Sam, why don't you start us off? Why don't you give us your initial thoughts? Um, initial thoughts, just uh, seeing the poster, knowing who's in it. I was excited to watch it. Um, I really liked it. I found, I don't know their name, their character names. I didn't do my homework. I found the two character, the two main characters to be very endearing. I thought they were really sweet. Um, and it was funny, kooky. Uh, I, I honestly don't know how, can I do a spoiler? Wait for the spoiler until okay. we uh, get a little deeper in. Yeah, I really liked it, and this is one I would definitely watch again. I really liked the music that they chose for this film. I thought Bill did amazing. The girl, do you know her real name? She just said it. Oh, he did. Yeah, Maka Monroe. What is it? Maka Monroe. Maka, what a beautiful name. Wow. Anyways, uh, she was in... It follows, right? Was she? I thought so. She might have been. She the main girl in the yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I knew she looked pretty Yeah, good. so I liked yeah, yeah, that movie, so I was excited for her to be in this movie, and I thought she did a really good job, too. Um, and then, I'm so sorry, guys, I don't remember the names, but the husband. The George and Gloria. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were fun, too. <laughs> She was in uh, Honey Boy, Sam, which you, you love that movie, I thought. Then she played a character named Sandra. I don't remember her in that one. And she was also in Greta. Yep, she, she was, was a in friend Greta, in yeah. Greta. Okay, that's right. All right, Steve, what did you think? Uh, see, I kind of disagree with Sam a little bit on some of those things. I thought that Bill Skarsgård and Micah Rudd-Morrow were like, I didn't buy their acting at all. You didn't? Uh, I think that's just no. how their characters were supposed to be. Yeah, and maybe. Maybe it's not their fault. Maybe that's the way the characters were. But I just didn't believe them, like, as characters. Whereas I really liked the two people who played George and Gloria, the people who owned the house. Um, I don't know what it is. I just, it just felt so fake to me. Like, the dialogue seemed forced, and the, like, reactions to things seemed a little forced. Uh yeah, I don't know. Overall, it just—it's like it wasn't quite horror. It wasn't quite comedy. I—I I don't really know like how to describe this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's spoilers, but overall, I was a little like just—I didn't know what to make of this film, and I still don't. After I saw it yesterday and or two yeah. days ago, and I'm still like trying to wrap my brain around it. It's uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll talk about it when we get to spoilers. Yeah. I don't think it's, like, one to dissect. I think it's just you take a bite and it is what it is and then you move on with life. I don't know. That's how I feel about it, but... Yeah, um, so for me, uh, I literally had no idea, really, what to expect getting into this movie. Um, It really flew under the radar for a movie starring Bill Skarsgård, basically coming out right after It Chapter 2. Um. I was like, wow, like, how did I not, like, ever hear about this movie? Like, I didn't hear, like, one thing about this movie. Um, And then I just saw it, you know, me and Sam, like, randomly saw it. I don't remember, like, how we even heard about it. I think we saw a preview online or something for it. But anyway, um, this movie is, is, it's really weird. It's, uh, tonally, it's all over the place. Like, it, like, at one point, it's, like, completely stupid and silly, 
in other moments it's completely serious and you know it's just like the movie kind of doesn't know what it wants to be it like doesn't have like an identity um with that being said though i i did enjoy this movie um i really did i i had a lot of fun with it um what i liked is it's nice and brisk um it's a very short runtime it runs in probably about an hour and 25 minutes um and it there's never a dull moment like yeah. the movie opens right away they're robbing a place um, you know, and there's just like, after that, it's just like kind of never lets up. Like there's always something interesting happening every, um, way, uh, on the screen. I will say, um, I do agree with Sam about the, uh, Bill Skarsgård and, uh, his girlfriend there about them being endearing. Um, even though they're like not supposed to be, they're just like, the way I took it is that they're really stupid and yes. dumb. Like they're like, yeah. they're just like these dumb, like rednecks that are like super, just like, uh, like just ignorant mm-hmm. and just like. They they don't have much going on upstairs, so, like, they're just kind of, like, you know, derpy, I guess. So, like, it, and, like, to me, it made them, like, likable characters, um, where I was definitely rooting for them over um, the two, uh, I guess, more villain characters there. Um, but I did really enjoy them, too. I'm a big Jeffrey Donovan fan. Um, I liked him in, like, pretty much everything he's done. Um, so it was great to see him, and I thought, you know, he did a good... And, like, you know, both performances, you know, it... A lot, everyone kind of seems to be kind of hamming it up in this movie, which I think definitely was the intentional way they wanted to go with it. Um, honestly, and like I said, with it, with the tone being all over its place, this could have been like a super serious, dark movie. Um, but that's not the way they went. And I kind of appreciated that. I liked something a little different, how it was really odd and quirky and whatnot. So, yeah, overall, I, I definitely enjoyed it. So uh, if you guys wanted to do talk about any of your spoilers or whatever, go for it. Um, so I'll be honest, and I was watching this movie while I was organizing. Um, I actually missed the part of where Bill's character dies. Like I saw where the husband was up by the car, and then I the next thing I see is the girl with the gun, and then I see um, his girlfriend giving him the final car wash, and I'm like. Oh, I didn't see how he died, but I'm assuming he got, probably got stabbed. No, he got shot. He did get shot. So, yeah. like, yeah, he he uh, floored it. Um, oh, oh, like when they the the garage the garage door opens, Jeffrey Donovan's character's out yep. there. Yeah, but I didn't care enough to yeah go back. So I I want to rewind a little bit. Um, one thing um that I don't think we mentioned is that there is a little girl chained down in the basement. So like when this you know, which was kind of shocking. I mean, because the way the movie starts, you know, they they break into the house and it just seems like they're going to rob these people. And uh, then when they get downstairs, you know, there's a girl chained out, chained up, and that's kind of what starts this whole crazy adventure. Yeah, and I like how they played it up as like a horror element when because the basement's like scary. Yeah. So they're like scared to go down there, and then there's a lot of like jump scares but like uh false jump scares you know like with things that regular household items or you have um the girl i forget what her character name is the one played by uh makeup jewels she like she's coming down like with on a tricycle like for no really reason so i guess maybe yeah it makes sense that they're kind of derpy and stuff but then you see like the little girl in the dark and she looks like almost like a ghost and it turns out it's just like a regular girl that's <laughs> chained up but it was nice that they're playing with genres like that. Yeah. But they never really, like like Joe said before, they never really committed to 
any of the genres. They just kept like jumping from genre to genre, from like comedy, like funny comedy to kind of dark horror to like dark comedy to like it's like it didn't know what it wanted to be. Um, yeah, that was a strange thing. And another thing I have a nitpick: I didn't really understand the whole cocaine thing. Like huh. cocaine would give them like powers where they'd get smart or smarter for a period of time, but I don't know. It just didn't. I just didn't really understand like the whole purpose of it, other than I guess to make them smarter. But like they're they're recovering from a drug overdose, and for them to recover, they take cocaine. <laughs> it just made no sense to me. Uh, well, what like, you guys think? I mean, it's I, cocaine. Like, yeah. I mean, I just assumed it just kind of jacks you it, up, and yeah, like, that's it, what I it's too. like starts your heart back up type thing. So right, and yeah. it like gives you that adrenaline rush. I'm assuming, folks. <laughs> so it would probably like, I don't know, pump more blood to their brain to where they're like in fast action, just thinking of what's next, what's next. Right. Yeah. And there's also another thing that I thought was weird. Uh, there's things that they like mention in the movie that they never explored. Like, at one point, um, the, like, uh, what's her, Gloria character is, like, doing some weird, like, sex thing with Mickey, who plays, yeah. uh, played by Bill Strasgard, and she says a line that I thought could go into a really interesting place, but went nowhere. She said, uh, George is in his crib, and I thought there was going to be this whole, like, they were, like, crazy, like, sex people, and he was, like, maybe, like, an adult baby or something, and <laughs> they were going to go in a really, like, weird direction, but they never explored that at all. It was just like a complete throwaway line, and I thought that was a missed opportunity. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot of weird stuff in this movie that just didn't fit together for me. Mm-hmm. She wasn't talking about her baby doll? No, Ethan was the baby. Yeah. Oh, which, oh that's another thing. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing we find out is that uh, basically, you know, they couldn't have children, so she kind of had her own little baby doll up there in the crib that she treats as like a uh, actual child i mean it's just they're just complete psychopaths you yeah. know um like these two and uh yeah it's definitely interesting like when crazy meets crazy you know yeah exactly but they're definitely more crazy yeah <laughs> yeah and, and like there's some things that just weren't believable like when the cop shows up and he goes into the kitchen and suddenly like we're supposed to believe that she carried the two bodies all the way up to the gym. Like, yeah. I, I don't know about that. Sure. Uh, maybe, maybe, I'm probably overthinking it. You know, yeah. I'm supposed to be taken too seriously, but sometimes, I don't know, that's just the way my brain works, and I think I overthought this whole movie, and that's why maybe I didn't enjoy it as much. Yeah. It's because you sat down and watched it. Like, I yeah, watched no, that I part, that. so I think that's why I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, I see, well, see, I sat down and watched it, but, like, just the way the tone of the movie was, I kind of, like, knew... To me, anyway, like, not to take it too seriously and to kind of, like, with a movie like this, I'm able to overlook a lot of the the plot holes and stuff like that just because it's just, like, so quirky and just so bizarre that I can just kind of go with it. Um, I do wish they kind of went, like, even more bizarre. I think they could have went even crazier. I do think they kind of played it safe um, in a lot of the aspects where they could have made it even, like, fucking weirder and bizarre. But, I mean, like I said, overall, I, I, uh... I definitely thought it was a, a fun watch, and uh, it was nice to see Skarsgård. You know, I still see Pennywise, like, you know, watching yeah, him in yeah. this. Like, like some of, he laughed in one part, and it sounded just like Pennywise's laugh or whatever. And, like, I just still see him as Pennywise. So, But it was cool. It was great to see, like, Skarsgård's acting chops in this. I mean, it's a fucking, like, total... 
And I, you got to respect him a little bit for picking a movie as bizarre as this to do right after it, because like it's just so out there. Um, but it, you know, I mean, and I'm, I mean, I'm, a, I think he's a good actor after seeing this. You know, I mean, obviously he was good as Pennywise, but you know, you want to see him much, under the makeup yeah. and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what he does next for sure. I mean, I, I, I think he would be a great, um, you know, he's a great character actor, and I'd like to see him. Uh, do more horror movies, honestly. No, he's definitely a great actor. I mean, he he was really good at that Stephen King uh, TV show there. I'm blanking on the name right Castle now. Castle Rock. Yeah, Castle Rock. He was, like, really great in Castle Rock. And he's really great as Pennywise. I just just didn't buy this character at all in this one. Uh, I guess, like you said, he's probably derpy, but I don't know why. But it just, the delivery just didn't work for me. So, but I do think he's a great actor anyway. Uh, I, why was the girl chained up? I, I think I, I missed that. Like, what was the purpose? Like, yeah, why was yeah, she chained up? Yeah, did we get any story yeah, for so how long they had her? There was a story, and you guys must have missed it. Um, so what we find out is that um, since they couldn't have kids, um, you know, his wife was, like, really depressed and sad um, about it, so he went and kidnapped um, her. And... Um, how old was she when she got kidnapped? That we don't know, but so he kidnapped her and they were, um, you know, taking care of the baby. But then um, the little girl being there reminded the mother that she couldn't have kids of her own. So she said, get rid of the kid, like meaning kill the kid. But um, the father didn't have the heart. So their compromise was to chain her down in the basement so she wouldn't have to see her. Or he could have just dropped her <laughs> off at the fire station. Well, yeah, but he kidnapped her. Oh, I guess, but. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, kidnapping. But then you like, could get caught. You might as well kill her if you're just gonna put her down in the fucking basement after you kidnapped her. Well, they now get, I'm pissed. They get their happy ending, I guess, right? I mean, yeah. so let's get into, I guess, the very ending. Um, so the very ending is they uh, they're basically getting ready to escape. You know, they've kind of fooled the husband and wife there. They free the little girl in the basement. They all get in the car. Um. They drive off. Jeffrey Donovan's character stops them, um, gets in a shootout, and Bill Skarsgård's character um, unfortunately dies. But um, they're able to kill um, Jeffrey Donovan's character um, and Kira Cedric's character. I, I should really be knowing these characters' names. I know, sorry, guys. But uh, her uh, character, basically, they leave her to survive, just like there and the other, you know, the girlfriend and the young girl escape and go live a happy life in Florida together. Uh, I don't know. What you guys, did you think like killing Scar's guy was like, a, I don't know. Like to me, like that's another part where I'm just like, totally it's all over the place for like a movie that like that is where it took like a serious turn that I kind of wasn't expecting. And I just don't know if it was necessary to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. It was a weird choice. I thought, um, just even the way it happened, I don't know, it's just, like, so sudden, and, uh, I don't know, it was, it was fine, you know, it was, like, yeah. nothing exciting, nothing, but it's just weird, like, she just takes the kid and goes to Florida, and then you see him on the beach, and it's, like, yeah. <laughs> okay, and we're we all live happily ever after. <laughs> yeah, and Gloria, who's the, uh, like, the mom character, she, like, doesn't seem to really comprehend that George is dead, and, I don't know, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a strange ending to a strange film, so it was too surprising. Yeah, yeah. I've, I heard one person compare it to the people under the stairs, which I mean, I guess yeah. I can see a little bit, but uh, 
And his comparison was, don't watch this, watch people on the stage. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, but all right, I think that's a good place to leave off. So uh, why don't you guys, let's hear your ratings. Sam? Um, I'm going to go with a 7.2, I guess. All right. And I'm going to go with a 6.5. All right. Uh, and I'm just going to go a straight seven on this one. Um, I enjoyed it. I would I would recommend it. I definitely wouldn't recommend it to everyone. Um, I could see people really liking this or people completely hating it. It's so, uh, I think just, you know, kind of watch, I think watch the trailer. And based on that, if it's something that seems interesting to you, go and check it out. So um, I guess Car Squad semi-approved. Yeah, it seems like, yeah, I wouldn't like go out of my way to recommend this. But, like, if you like the trailer, I think the trailer is a good indication of what you're going to get in this film. So, totally. I think that, that's good advice, yeah. All right, awesome. All right, well, uh, I think that's it for the show. You guys, Anything yes. else you guys would like to add? Yes, Underworld next week. Uh, underwater. Underwater, week. yes. Gonna be, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, saw it last weekend, and it's going to be a fun discussion, I think. Yeah, definitely. We Yeah, we all watched it. We were going to do it this week, but Todd... Uh, had to cancel last minute so we wanted to put something out for you guys so just kind of threw this together last minute um but yeah underwater next week and uh there's a lot of horror releases coming up soon um we'll have to discuss but i know we got the turning coming out this weekend with uh sam's boyfriend finn wolfhard there he is not my <laughs> boyfriend um so um possibly doing that we got the lodge coming out soon there's a lot so just Keep up to date. Make sure you follow us on uh, social media on all our social medias. Um, we do a lot of the updating on there, so you'll kind of know what we're doing, um, so you can watch it in advance. But uh, all right, yeah, that is it, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye.